Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> yes, but it's a positive thing called the High Life, the Shy Life. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. Delicious. This particular episode of the Shy Life is, is a little more abstract than usual. <laughs> okay, it looks like the hairy guy is ready to record. Three, two, one. Go Shy Yeti. Find out my secret. He has. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shyetti. How are you doing? I hope you're uh, well. I hope you're, you're doing okay, and and I hope you can hear us okay. But also, um, I think it's probably a good um, suggestion that you that you look in, and uh, you you you. Um, that's not not going to work. Um, Nick's here. Hi, Hello. Nick. Hello. I'm sorry, I couldn't get. A, I was trying. To, I was trying to introduce the theme for today. <laughs> well, they're um, looking. What, 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 what uh, theme should we have them looking into? I yeah, I don't know if this this counts as book club five or whether it's book club summer special. Either probably, but um, uh, we we are going to be talking about um, a comic or magazine, depending what you want to call it, called Look In from. Well, I say from the 70s, but it went up until 94, but uh, <laughs> we'll mainly be focusing on the 70s and 80s editions. But, uh, but yeah, we, we're, we will do our best to um, tell you a bit more for those who don't know anything about what would be in a typical look-in. But um, first, we'll run the theme music. OK, we are recording. It's time for my old buddy, old pal, from across the channel, across the pond... <laughs> Paul Chandler, the shy daddy. He's not that shy. Oh, the shy podcast. Yeah. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? Good boy. He's not all that shy is right. Blimey, governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. He's positively glowing. <laughs> and we're back. So, um, Nick. Yes. Uh, I, I know more about looking than I did, um, like, a couple of weeks ago. Um, it, I know for a fact that it ran from 1971 to 1994. So, Sure it did. But um, how can we best describe Looking? Um, Looking best described itself um, as a junior TV Times. Now, TV Times, uh, the benefit of those over the pond, uh, is the, alongside Radio Times, is the longest running TV magazine. Uh, well, it's the ITV side of it. And it's Looking. Looking was kind of a TV Times for the junior readers. Uh, quite a clever idea, really. Um, and. Uh, um, I came into it four years into its existence, so Paul, you probably know more about the early years than I do. <laughs> um, but I know it started in '71. Well, recently I've started delving into eBay, which I ne- I've never done, 
that's probably a bad thing. But I, well, on book club four, we discussed my ABBA annuals, which I'd been getting from eBay. Um, and I now think I have a complete set, which I didn't have when we last spoke. But along the way, I also was reminded, oh, I, oh, I saw you know, people who have looked at these ABBA albums and also looked at looking albums, uh, annuals, sorry. And, um, uh, and so, because they are so cheap, I, I, I've bought some of them. I, I'll, as we are talking today, I'll um, talk about the ones I have here. Uh, but I also bought a DVD which had 260 copies of um, of Looking. Um, so I can actually tell you what was in the first edition because what we haven't said yet is that it wasn't just TV looking it was also pop wasn't it and, and i think sport it was but... pop sport um uh, t- all kinds of thing a film you know they, they if there was a big big film out mm. or even if you know it, it was fairly it had its ear to the ground with all films you know i i and there was because i've kind of got more into the 70s films than i was it was obviously in the 70s mm. uh then i it's interesting to look into things and and look into looking and um, there's actually, um, you know, all oh, he mentions that film, you know, and all oh, that, yeah. you know, that was just, and it was probably my, uh, that and the Krypton Factor around late 77 were probably my first ever um, viewing, well, first ever inkling of Star Wars. Mm. Uh, I Just going back, t- tell me more about the first issue, sorry, yeah. Yeah, well, the first issue was, published on the 9th of January 1971 and it has it says it has magpies tony bastable writes each week and i guess that's tony on the front cover holding a pile yeah. of books uh, i i can't be it would you would think so because the word describing it but i don't know who tony bastable is i don't recognize him so i guess that's him um and let me see cuz cuz the other thing we, we may not have finished saying is that um there were like comic strips on the TV shows. Um, uh, that's what that's what I remember more than anything. I'll tell you a little after after you. I'll tell you a little bit more about my. So I've got quite a personal history with looking. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So in the first edition, we have there's a comic strip about Leslie Crowther. Now he would he what, what I don't know what there's a thing. It's called Crowther in Trouble. Was that the name of a TV show? I don't know. I don't think it was. No, I, uh, cause there was, um, later on, there was, uh, I think it was a re- whoever the regular funny man was mm. at the time. Um, there was in, all throughout my era, um, maybe not to at the very end, but, uh, Benny Hill had the Benny mm. Hill page and it wasn't yeah. Benny Hill as such. It was always one of his relations, Mm. Uh, he seemed to have an exponential amount of relations that could wheel on, <laughs> and they do a Benny Hill-like antics. Um, because yeah, um, uh, Leslie Crowther was in Crackerjack, wasn't he? But I don't know if he was in Crackerjack by se- I don't know if he was in Crackerjack in '71, and, and also that was on the other side, uh, mm. i.e., BBC, not ITV. But I don't know. Um, he was one a- of those personalities that would go from one channel to the other i don't i'm not sure he had particular allegiance to the beeb um there's a column about how now that was a sort of was that was that no magpie was more the blue peter of itv it was it was how. almost a, how is how just was, an educational program yeah. they would say um how you know literally yeah. it was they take questions to the table and say how you know how does this work how does that work 
um, how do you do this and how do you do that? An endless stream of um, kind of questions kids would ask annoyingly. Um, yeah. So this, it was a very, again, very clever concept. This is what this column is, I think, short, shorter. There's probably things they had left over that they couldn't do long um, items on the show about. Now, <laughs> one of the column, one of the comic strips I can see here from this first edition is Freewheelers, which uh, is a show that oh, yeah. I, I watched quite a few episodes of on um, Talking Pictures channel. Uh, makes me wonder whether they did um, Ace of Ones, because this would be sort of around the time that Ace of Ones was, was yeah. still... They certainly up. did some covers, and they Ace of Ones features. So I might stumble across those. There's... Uh, um, Stewpot is involved right from issue one. I know he had a column, um, right. sort of even in the like in the late seventies, or even in, possibly even into the eighties. Uh, I mean, I think he was Stewpot was around. Um, again, Ed Stewpot, he was a DJ at the time, and he he remained immensely popular for years. He had a radio show called Junior Choice, and um, I Stewpot Calling, I think, was his regular column for. Mm-hmm. Um, looking but he was right throughout my years um, he, was, he was also on cracker jack um he was he, he took over from leslie crowther yeah um, um there's a column here on please sir um which would have was a comedy show with um um was that jo- john alderton that was that john alderton yeah, yeah i think it was john alderton yeah mm. David Dixon's Magic Box. Who's David Dixon? Yeah, uh, David Dixon, he, he was he was basically the Paul Daniels of the 70s. Yeah, you know, he uh, he was this, this TV magician that uh, was in everything. Uh, you know, he, he had his own regular programme on uh, Monday nights. Mm. Oh, because here, um, there's another thing for cult TV fans. Um, we, we have, because um, literally, as you, you were saying, it, it is, a, and, and I, I've almost forgotten this, that um, it was like a it really was like a TV Times for kids, mm. and um, and there were the pages at the back, although mm. um, this, 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 on this occasion not quite so far in the back. But okay. um, apparently, the week 9th to the fifteenth of January is when they were showing episode sixteen of Time Slip, um, and there's a picture of Cheryl Burfield and Spencer Banks from Time Slip. At the top, as the picture that illustrates the the TV listings section. Yeah, uh, I mean, that was terribly. What's What's fascinating about that is, of course, um, they give all the different regions as well, mm-hmm. uh, which is something you know. For, for example, I mean, I'll go into this a little bit more later, but uh, Southern TV, which is our regular, we did we didn't get Space nineteen ninety nine for a year mm-hmm. until after it went out. So. Um, we would see our, our bit. We'd be able to see who was getting Space 1999 uh, before us. So. I can see quite a lot of shows that that I've talked about on around the archives, or, or I've I've um, been interested in um, that that were showing in different regions. I can see that Land of the Giants was being shown around this time. Department S was being shown. Um, UFO was being shown. Yeah. Whether these are repeats or original screenings? Um, if it's 71, then it were original screenings, yeah. UFO took about three years to screen. Cat Weasel is, is on most of the time slip. 
but uh, let, let's just what we'll do, I think what we'll do this time is because uh, I, I think that we could probably do a part two or 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 an occasional return to this so, so I, I think we could we could focus on particular years or two but I think this time we'll just talk about our memories and we'll, we'll look at these annuals mm. I've got here and your memories and then maybe at a later date we'll we'll potter around particular years a bit like we oh sorry i just clicked on the page and there's a uh, a nice color uh, cartoon of time slip it's was such a big part of my life i don't quite know where to start yeah i think that's what why would be a good uh good chance to sort of not say we'll do it all this time just say we'll 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 skirt over the top of our memories and bits and pieces and and uh, then we come back to particular years with with um, the uh, there's a very good looking site and whenever they have a an issue of download that we see within my years which was 1975 to 80 I am downloading and basically in electronic form reowning um, the issues that I originally owned in the 70s. Yeah. Um, it came, it first came to my attention because I it was the Tomorrow People that drew me in to it because. Uh, as you probably gathered, you know, the, uh, as as time went on, whatever there was the, the 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 hottest new show, they they drew into it. And if there was potential, presumably, if they could get the rights to it, they did the car- the comic strips. Um, I have to say, the hallmark of uh, looking the whole the 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 signature of it, the whole thing of it, was superb artwork. Uh, both in both in the cartoons and whether well, the, the, the um, picture strips and the covers were sumptuous because I think the, the the one you've got with Tony Bastable there uh, is a, a, a um, photograph yes, and they went back right, to photographs yes. in the the eighties and nineties but during my time they they had these wonderful uh, paintings and you know you got you got treated every week to one of these and it's brilliant and um, but no it, it, I first came to it in the summer of seventy five. Um, I don't think I'd ever heard of it before. If I had, I hadn't paid much heed to it. Um, but I I have worked out by joining the Doctor up and with the stuff I've read that 70, summer 75 is my first kind of, the first time I watched The Tomorrow People because um, it's Blue and the Green, Rift in Time, um, Secret Weapon. I've got memories of them all. And it going by the sort of stories I was writing at the time, I think, it was that summer because they repeated them all that summer and I went doing 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 so um and they advertised look in one one afternoon or something and they they said oh um look out for look in it's got this and it's got that oh go into space with the tomorrow people you know and I kind of woo it's it's got the tps in it and I, I and I was getting really into the tps so um I said oh yeah man <laughs> can, we, can we have one of these and I think it was the it might have been, I think it might have been the summer special um, because it had a, a bit of the, uh, a Tomorrow People story using the bits of, uh, uh, with um, pictures from that particular season, that third season. And um, that was my first one. Then I, you know, I was taken enough to want to buy it regularly. And I think first, of, you know, I was also the $6 million man was fairly new strip at the time. And, uh, that was a big. I mean, I, I remember over the course of the next few years, I remember more six million dollar man stories in Looking than I, the adventures in Looking than I ever did with the apart from maybe perhaps from Bigfoot, um, than I ever did on the telly. You know, I, I you know there was one with a reoccurring character, the toy maker, um, 
not quite the celestial toy maker, but it, it was really kind of really sort of grotesque, over the top villain, and uh, I I just loved all that. I just, and and the the stories of the Tomorrow People were good, and um, I just I, I just loved the strips, and and I I wasn't so I've never been interested in the sport music. Yeah, I was dipped in from time to time, but and of course the with the news or whatever, and and f- f- any kind of films, but it was those strips. In particular, um, a six million dollar man, tomorrow people, bionic woman. Um, this, this goes, I mean, I, I then bought, you know, sort of then bought bought it on on, you know, and every every Thursday, uh, so I was at infant school at the time, and every Thursday lunchtime, because I used to go home for lunch then, uh, we used to go into the Tollgate stores, which are still there, and um, um, get me frazzles or whatever, and the the Hansoms, the the, the house. Uh, shopkeepers would look through their vast amount of magazines that were put by for people and out of this huge pile would come the new look in and i even 45 years on i, I kind of i nothing quite matched that you know that excitement of gosh the new look in's out and you know what's it going to be how's the next story going to progress in it and and it was an enormous part of my life and I, I collected them a lot of them i kept a lot of them in my sister's very large slide you know um wardrobe which she wasn't too impressed with um and inevitably uh, i think i i went through a phase where i reduced them kept some and then i got rid of something and then they think oh why did i do that and um on you were t- you mentioned ebay earlier i i uh, actually in 2013 i uh, there were some look-ins on ebay i think ali showed me and um she actually help me get some because i didn't have an ebay account at the time and yes i did a naughty and bought some on ebay but what really strikes me um with all of these is as i'm downloading them and looking at the strips and following the strips and um i it it just after all these years it just snaps back the the artwork burns itself on on my young mind that, that you know these it's like meeting old friends again you know and all these characters coming back i remember them so well um and it's just that's what stands out for me they just a, a really really good artwork although looking at this yeah there's a kind of mixture because you've got um art, artwork for like the planet of the apes here in the 75 mm-hmm. one and, and and mick robert uh mick robertson who he was in magpie wasn't he was he in magpie yes he was yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but then you've got photos of steve harley and avin stardust rather than drawings so um <laughs> i think it was the uh I always think when I got to it, we won't, I won't tell you because because my era is slightly after yours, so we'll we'll keep with. We'll, mine's more the early eighties, so I'll mm. leave some of my comments to, to near the end. But but I say I will dip in with some of these things I've got, these annuals I've got. Yeah. Um, the the um the the funny thing is this disc that I have. I, I wonder if it's somebody who is a little bit older than even than you, uh, <laughs> because I Very think I've got. Well, I think I've got quite full runs of the 71, 72 and 73 era. And then um, at least how it's been grouped. And then you've got 74 to 77, 78 to 79, 80. And then, and then there's a few. But I do have the last, like from 94, I do have that. Um, it does look completely different by 94. Uh, it's very messy. It just seems, you know, anyway, we, we, we might not even talk about 94 this time anyway. Um or some of the later ones, we might drop that in one of the other episodes. But um, 
Yeah, I, I, it, it seems like, I mean, I haven't looked at that face, is it a Facebook group or is it the web, or is it actually yes, website? It, it's, it's a, a face, Facebook group. Um, but yeah, they, they, they can download either, either they download complete issues and they also download, say like with the Bionic Woman, um, a six million dollar man, they download complete adventures, which is really nice because you can just follow the story right the way through. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think you sent me, or somebody sent me, all of the all of the Sapphire and Steel. Um, um, I think you, you, you I think you said you might have. Oh, somebody sent that to you, and you, 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 you sent it to me. So yeah. I've got that. Yes, yeah. Yes, it's, it's a, beautiful, it's a, beautifully drawn. A hand on my heart. I, you know, if if they like they do because they put out a best of in two thousand and either five or six or seven, uh, which I've got like a best of the seventies, uh, which had a a complete event, a complete adventure from mm. lots of the, from there's a Black Beauty one. There, uh, there's a six million was there six yeah six million dollar man one I think. Uh, there's a Bionic Woman one, and and they and they uh, a mishmash of the features. So like it was like a compilation of uh, all the different ones. So uh, I bought that and I loved it. And I even got when I met Ed Stupot in 2011, I actually got him to sign it, and he was very interested in it. And um, if they did, I mean, if they put out the, it's like the Doctor Who Weeklies. I'm very fond of the strips there. If they, so if they put out a complete, you know, a, a book about um, the, the the look-ins or a complete stories or whatever, I'd buy it. I wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, I, yeah. I only download it because there's absolutely nothing else you can, I, I, with no other way, to, apart from paying a fortune <laughs> with each every if, issue. I wonder if somebody has got a, you know, whether everything is scanned by somebody. Or whether there's lots of people who've got different things and then no and nobody's speaking to each other, but presumably yeah. there's somebody who has it all. Because I, I now remember, I now remember um, what got me back into looking at looking. It, it was the ABBA annuals because I thought, yeah. um, I thought, oh, uh, I wonder what episode, I, I wonder what lookings had ABBA on the front cover, and I discovered. No. Yeah, loads, loads, loads. I remember those. You know, we're Dancing Queen. I remember the purple one that they had in uh, in the autumn of '76 um, when when they were very big with Dancing Queen. Um, Um, Because I I also found some looking Abba fridge magnets. Um, So I bought. Yes, I've I've got got one. Yeah, I've got a couple of those, and then um, because this is this is the thing, this disc I've got. Uh, I did buy one of the, uh, and I'll talk about it in a bit. Uh, I do have an an Abbott edition in uh, like a, you know, a crinkly crinkly paper one from yeah. late um, nineteen eighty. Uh, so I bought that, and, and I'll come back to the contents later. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean, then I looked on my disc, and my disc doesn't have this one I have here, so it, it's very incomplete. Unfortunately, more in the era that I remember, but I'm sure yeah. elsewhere, or maybe on your face on, on the Facebook group, there will be more that I remember. More, it's, it's a bit of a what's available yeah. is a bit separated, isn't it? It's not all in one location. Yes. So. No, unfortunately, I mean, as I say, I've got, I've as I download them, I kind of I've got the, a look in um, folder, you know, because a portable hard drive does everything on it. I've got a I've got a look in section. And um, as looking artwork, looking lookings I've owned uh, is a section with seventy each year separated. And uh, as as one is downloaded, I I sort of collect them and keep keep them in order. So 
Um, I'm hoping that they're going to do the lot sooner or later, but it's just nice to have them again, or, or be, and perhaps this is the best way, because I don't have much room in my um, flat, so it, it's very nice to have them electronically. I do have um, more, more hard drives for things. Um, I'm sure there'll be space on one of these hard drives I have for, for more look-ins to download. No trouble is, I mean, I've got 260 here. It's going to take <laughs> me a long time just to get through the ones I do have. Um, but, yeah. but because I kind of like the music as well as the TV, and I like yeah. the kind of the whole of the, you know, the, the, I, you know, as we've talked about when we talked about music, um, that there were so many different things that um, uh, you know make me well, I may want to see that um, yeah. e even for me it was that I I was because you know I'm in, I'm interested in, in these early 70s ones for different maybe mm -hmm. you maybe you're interested in one year for a particular TV show but another year for a particular pop group or there's potentially yeah. lots to talk about or lots to look at I mean uh, uh, mag um, magpie like I, me. <laughs> yeah, so literally magpie. Yeah. Um, what's interesting? I mean, there's all sorts of things you kind of learnt along the way. I mean, um, I remember in the early years, um, it was about seventy-five. Um, there was a, they had a, a pin-up of Sean Connery, and now I'd only seen Sean Connery in the the Bond films, mm -hmm. and I I don't think I really twigged that the Bond films were made in the sixties, um, and he was probably had a little bit of extra hair to help him along anyway back yeah. then because he seemed to go bald really quickly and there was there's they show they had a i can't remember what film it was but they had a they they printed a picture of sean connery without his rug and i i, I just thought blimey he's aged badly um <laughs> it's also i was a rather sensitive child also and um, there was i remember there was in fact i've got the edition electronically now but there was an issue with the Osmonds on that um, had at the back had an adver advertisement for Forbidden Planet, which the the shot which I I didn't even know existed in the mm. mid seventies, and uh, they had an alien which was like a Mekoni kind of thing, and he gave me the creeps, and yeah. I got my mum to to cut him off the back because he, he 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 freaked me out, mm -hmm. um, and I, I I rather than actually sort of throw him away, I I, I hid him. Um, um, put him in a sort of piece of paper and hit him. I, I, I didn't quite, you know, I out of sight, out of mind, you know. But then it was the t uh, at the time when I was first finding Doctor Who's scary. So I'm, I'm, I mean, I was a sensitive youngster. I I, I want to bring up um, my looking television annual from 1979. Um, now to tell you the what's on the cover of this, again, all drawn is uh we've got the fonds you've got oh. charlie's angels but it's not <laughs> it's not the um it's probably the yeah. cheryl ladd era um, yeah uh, we've got benny hill you've got elvis um and gosh elvis still on the front cover in 79 i mean i guess it came out in late 78 but even then they were very yeah i mean they were very loyal to elvis because uh um i think they there's one from 78 uh, from the summer of '78, where they say Elvis one year on, you know, so they yes. they, they 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 were determined not not to, for people not to forget him. Um, I don't know if I'm just imagining this, and I don't know whether they've been doing this for years before I started subscribing. But did they used to have like um, 
lyrics from like they'd have say a picture of Kim Wilde and then yeah. they'd have the lyrics of, of Kids in America but then you could stick them on the wall like a like a pull out poster it was that more 80s early 80s I think um, that was probably more early 80s I don't actually remember that I do remember Smash Hits doing that so in yeah, so the late that. 80s I started buying Smash Hits when we when we yeah. I was working in the record department at mm. uh, Four Boys I, I took an interest in a bit more interest in the charts um, yeah. No, I, I don't remember looking doing that. So it might have been after. Yeah. I, I think it was probably after my time. Well, I can tell you some of the um, um, some of the, the articles that are in this 1979 uh, looking. Actually, that was probably the last annual I because I did. I, th- I, th- I always bought the annuals, so I think that was probably the last annual I actually owned. What, what's confusing is that they don't say like looking annual 1980 like they would with the Doctor Who ones. It was always had yeah. the, um, so. I, I don't know if this was published in seventy nine. Maybe this is the the nineteen eighty. Um, but it's but there's um, you've got um, an article on John Travolta, Joanna Lumley, um, and she's talking about Saffron Steel and Avengers. Um, you've got Boney M. Um, still got Betty Hill. Got Blondie. Uh, Richard O'Sullivan. Um, what what would he have been doing? Around that time? Dick Turpin. Oh, Dick yes, Turpin. Yeah. Yeah, you got Elvis the Legend, that's a, an article. Um, and Charlie still has his angels. Let's have a look at that. That might be about the fact that the cast has changed a bit. Um, you see, oh, yeah, no, that's the more happy days, of course. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, when Kate Jackson, ex model and actress. Uh, yeah, this looks like it's the um, it's sort of Cheryl Ladd, so season, season two or three. They did five seasons of, of Charlie's Angels, I think, but they, but they go into the 80s. Yeah, this is quite a, a sort of nice sort of three or four page uh, sort of article about Charlie's Angels. I remember um, the 1978 one uh, had a huge... I got it for Christmas, 78, and they uh, they got a... They had a nice... Well, 78, 79, they sort of came out... Like you say, they didn't put yeah. the year on, but uh, um, they had a quite a big feature about Disney the history of Disney. Oh, yes. That's one thing I was going to say. That although we say, yes, it is ITV, there's an article um, which sort of talk. I guess it's kind of just just glancing my eyes over trying to say what it's... I think it's probably talking about how big sci-fi is still because yeah. I think um, Empire Strikes Back has come out by this stage. But there's also pictures of Superman like the, the Christopher Reeve version, yeah, the Spider-Man, the TV series version. I, yeah, I, I think, um, is it, sorry, sorry, is this the 79th annual? Um, the one that was published in 79, yeah. Yeah, um, um, I, don't, I don't think Empire Strikes Back had actually been released at that point, I think it was made that year, so they'd be expecting it, but um, it wouldn't have actually arrived. It says, in the Empire Strikes Back, the sequel to Star Wars, effects have been made that just weren't possible talking about it but maybe it's not yeah. maybe they've or maybe they've seen it and they're not telling um <laughs> but it's also covering things like i mean there's a picture of battlestar galactica there's a picture of buck rogers sapphire and steel but what i was going to say that um shows they weren't completely just itv shows is there's a picture of tom baker um it says overwhelmed by daleks that's doctor who tom baker um yeah. so, so they're not against talking about um, oh no uh, indeed when 
when Tom Baker did the book tower in 79, mm-hmm. they did a, I think they interviewed him and uh, they had a still from uh, Revenge of the Cybermen. Mm-hmm. Now this, this standalone, um, standalone edition that I have, um, it's from the week ending 13th of December, 1980. This is one of the, one of the many ABBA ones, although when I bought it, it was the first one I saw. Um, this would sort of be, I guess, Super Trooper era. So super we're take super it Trooper, over. yeah. Still got Benny Hill. Um, is, oh, bless him. I, I, did, I couldn't remember whether I saw him out, but I had a feeling I, he was still going. Because I, I literally, I um, that's, that, that which you got there is the end of, the end of 80. Mm-hmm. I actually gave up. I gave up um, on looking either January or February 1980. Um, not because I was unhappy with it. It was just... Um, by then, by the previous autumn, Doctor Who Weekly had come out, and I, my pocket money wouldn't stretch to it. And of course, I was starting to take the target books a bit more seriously at that point. So, uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately, looking had to hit hit, hit the floor. <laughs> I wonder if it, I wonder if it was getting interested in ABBA that made me want to. Or yeah, I, I can't tell you what made me want to buy at, at, at this stage. Um, I, I think I probably used to get it in sort of eighty one and maybe eighty two. I've seen a few covers that I go, oh yeah, I recognise that, but I don't know what made me buy it, and I don't know what made me stop buying it. Might have been a pocket money related thing. I think I was able to afford Doctor Who monthly uh, and another magazine. I used to have Buster, which was a more conventional comic comic, and. And later on, I had Mad Magazine. I wonder if I got Mad uh, as a replacement because Doctor Who magazine yeah. stayed stayed. Um, Certainly, by the by the time I, I I think it was more the spring of eighty where I started really um, buying up the old Target books because I I'd only buy the new ones that were strictly Tom Baker um, uh, at that at that stage. You know, only the TV stories I remembered. And then I started, I just, with Dodgy Weekly, I suppose it enhanced my interest in the earlier years, um, especially Pertry, of course, which I remembered slightly. And um, I th- it, was, it was purely pocket money that I gave up uh, mm-hmm. looking because I, I, Doctor Who was just getting too big in my life to, for, some, for something, another magazine. But my dilemma, I clearly remember my dilemma at the time, was... Um, of course, if you're following it, you're following the stories, mm. and they don't all finish in a neat, nice, neat order either. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I kind of had to look at the ongoing stories that I was reading, which was, I think, Saffron Steel was my main interest one mm. then. Uh, but I think was Turpin. I think maybe Dick Turpin had finished, but uh, this strip had finished by then, and I was just had to choose I looked, um, bionic action i think was one i'm not quite sure whether i saw that out or not but uh, like bionic man bionic woman finally sort of had two rival strips but then yeah. emerged to become bionic action where mm-hmm. the artwork unfortunately wasn't quite so good and um and i i think i chose the saffron steel chose to see out the saffron steel story and and then thought really i've got to be going folks you know it's <laughs> kind of um, well, well, that, it was a huge, huge dilemma, though. By late eighty, you still got Stewpot, but it's Stewpot's news desk, which is kind of how I remember him. Yes. Um, and but then in this edition, there's an article about disco dancing, 
the the world final uh, the world final of the 1980 EMI Disco Dancing Championship is uh, I think it was being shown on ITV. Yeah. Uh, we've also got we've got Buck Rogers in the 25th century, a nice colour strip. Um, we've got Words of Gummage in black and white. Um, oh yes, he he was he, he he was in my. I think he started in so well pretty well when the show started. So they 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 put him straight into bat, as it were. Um, so yes, he, he he. I remember the that was quite nicely drawn. Now I can see. Now I wonder if this is. Am I looking? It looks like the centre of the magazine is missing. So I wonder if that is what I'm thinking of. Re um, because um, it says. Uh, on the front cover, collector page. Now, I think that's the pull-out section that I remember, collector page, uh, where you pulled out and then you had, uh, in this occasion, there's Buck Roger, a poster of Buck Rogers, and, and that's missing out of the copy I bought, probably because it didn't, you know, it didn't <laughs> my, my experience of collector pages from anything is you basically wreck the, the, the magazine, <laughs> end up wrecking yeah. the magazine. Yeah, that's what happened to my early Doctor Who um, monthlies. Is that I? Yeah. I think they used to do an episode guide, and I thought, oh, I'm going to cut these out and I'm going to put stick them in, and then I'll have a definitive episode guide of Doctor Who because I didn't, there wasn't one to buy, or I wasn't aware there was. No. But, but I was, so I, I was, made, I was, and then the, yeah, that, those. That's why I don't have those early editions anymore. It was Elaine um, used to buy two issues and then sort of put select photographs on her wall, you know, when she had her bedroom wall. Going, going back briefly to Richard O'Sullivan, you mentioned Richard mm-hmm. O'Sullivan. Now, of course, toward, at the end of the, uh, the 70s, he was big with um, Dick, Dick Turpin, and yeah. which had a strip. Um, in the mid-70s, he was, it was more Man About the House, mm-hmm. um, which had a strip. But also, he was the front runner of the adverts, um, the one I mentioned earlier, I don't think that was him, but uh, in 76, there was a couple, which are available on YouTube, there was a couple of um, adverts uh, with him and a boy, a young boy called Jeffrey. And I remember them. I, I do remember those ones because uh, I'm, I'm keenly interested in, in that. And I, I, there's a few others I can remember with him in it where he... It's- He's kind of they're surreptitiously reading it when they're supposed to be reading something else. Um, and I, comp- I thought, oh, I got that issue. <laughs> yeah, I have to compare um, because this disc I bought came with a load of quite bad quality um, uh, adverts, but they'll be. Oh, but, uh, but I will you I will use them here on the podcast at some point. Um, yeah, probably towards the end of this episode. Uh, although um, there's one I won't because there's a lot of bits from. Um, Greece um, with the actual you know if you want the one I want so just a copy but some of the other ones I mean I imagine whoever sent you those has, has got the Jeffrey ones uh, but I there was there's some more that, the, that they had on the website they've got the Bionic Woman one with Richard Anderson who of course played Oscar in the both Bionic series uh, appearing to be um, narrating it, so it's rather rather groovy. They got one of the stars to to, to narrate one. You know, I, I mean, I, it certainly sounds like him. I want to tell you a bit more about this particular edition because there's a few other things I think you'd be interested in. Um, well, I don't know you'd be interested in Meet the Smurfs, but there, but that makes sense. No, I, remember, no, I, I remember the. I, I was quite into the Smurfs, so yeah. I, I've still got my Smurfs. You used to you used to be able to get by Smurfs uh, when you with petrol. Uh, if you put some petrol in at petrol stations, they give you a Smurf. 
Yes, I think um, I think so I've still got I've still got quite a few of my spares. But no, I used to read that one. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the the there is also a competition, twenty five copies of Super Trooper to be won, um, and um, weirdly, it's the it's it's the vinyl copy that they're advertising, rather than a, even a tape copy. And um, I just bought a vinyl copy of Super Trooper, this this uh, you know around the same time as I was buying mm. these. Um, there, there, you have, there's five questions, you know. I don't know if the answers are elsewhere in this edition, but they're they're not that easy. What are the name of <laughs> Anito and Bjorn's two children? What is what is a Super Trooper? How many albums have ABBA sold worldwide to date? Um, I don't know if some of these answers are to be found found elsewhere. Otherwise, I'm not quite sure how you'd have found out the answers. Yeah, that's that's, it's a pretty tough one. Though. Yeah. Um, what was the name of ABBA's last studio album before Super Trooper? Um, where did Benny and Bjorn recently spend two weeks writing new material? Presumably these answers are elsewhere in this edition or in a recent edition because that's quite a lot to expect people to know. There's also an advert for Wurzel Gummidge Sings. Um, oh, yeah, because Pertwee did some records with... Uh, I think we've got some, actually. Um, we've certainly got the musical on, on vinyl. We've then got a black and white strip of Charlie's Angels. Uh, there's some sport, but I'm jumping over there. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, like yeah I, 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 I've always jumped over the sport, I must admit. Now, there's, there's, unless I'm missing a page here, which is hard to be sure. There does seem to be something going on. But um, I've got a, um, a saffron steel strip in colour, but it looks like it's only one page. I don't know if that's... I thought they were, I thought most of the strips were two pages, so I might be missing. They are, that. yeah. They they were never less. Uh, I don't. Apart from Benny uh, Hill, I don't think they were any less than a page. Mm. What the webs, what the what Facebook does, sites does is sometimes if it's missing a page, it'll put it. It'll put the thing out and then put a full. You know, if they find the page, mm. they'll put the the complete issue out again. Um, There's also a two-page strip for more for Mork and Mindy. Um, oh, that was after my time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I lie. I, Morecambe and Mindy was, I think, yeah, Morecambe and Mindy was uh, going in my time, yeah. Now, the funny thing is, and you'll definitely be interested in this, is on the back cover, there is a picture, and I don't think Photoshopping was really available back then. It appears to be um, Jana Lumley and David McCallum on the set of Saffron Steel, um, in the costumes from Story Five, um, whether at the party, um, when he's got when Steele has got his moustache, and they are holding the the original artwork for the looking television annual of that year, which I also have and which we'll come to in a second. Yeah. Um, but as a, it's just on the back cover, and it says, "When Jenna Lumley, star of ATV's Sapphire and Steel." When Joanna Lumley saw the cover of this year's Looking Television Annual, she liked it so much that she asked if she could have the original painting, because Saffron Steel are part of the um, yeah part of the cover. Um, she asked if she could have the original painting by artist Arnaldo Put, uh, Putsu. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's marvellous. Yeah. So we asked her and co-star David McCallum to do the honours in the studios at Elstree, where they were working on a new series of Saffron Steel, and Joanna got her wish. Um, um, he is a genius. I mean, I've, I, they recently had a poll on the site that said, you know, what, what, who's your favourite artist? And I had no hesitation in um, 
voting for him. I didn't realise that. I'd not. I'd be interested in seeing that picture because, of course, is this the end of the eighty? This is Um, yeah. This is the end of the eighty one. Yeah, because. they, a, they shot that one in eight August. They shot Document D in eighty August eighty, nearly a year before it went out. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so there's, there's two pictures actually. There's a, I'll I'll take a photo. I'll take a photo of the photo. Um, there's a, yeah, yeah, there's a picture of them both together, where Joanna's looking out at the screen. They're both holding a framed version of the cover of this annual, and David's looking at her. And then there's a picture of Joanna by herself, and she's got the annual in her hand. And she's supposed she's supposed to be flicking through it, although she's looking straight at the camera. <laughs> um, but I do have that. I do have that. Uh, that is, now this is the this is the one. Yeah, this wasn't one of my best purchases. Um, although there's nothing actually wrong with it, except that it's all come apart, and I think it was already apart when I bought it. So basically, I could take all the pages out yeah. of the cover is acting like a folder for all these loose yeah. pages because the glue the glue has gone on it but nothing actually wrong nothing actually wrong with the um you've got you've got wurzel this is the this is the 1980 one and it's got um kenny everett um the muppets was gummage smurfs bj and the bear um, oh, yeah. I've Charlie got a fridge of BJ and the bear. I, I cannot remember for the life of me where it came from, but um, maybe there's several looking um, fridge magnets. But I wasn't I wasn't a fan of the series. I remember them doing. I remember the cover for it, but um, I, I just thought, oh, it's a looking fridge magnet. Yeah, I have some of that. Now um, there is a little article on Charlie's Angels, and we've moved on again, and it's now um, Cheryl Ladd. Tanya. Oh, what's no, her name? On, uh, Future Kill? No. No, we're on to Shelley Hack, which I think is season four. We've got Jacqueline Smith, Cheryl Ladd, and um, Shelley Hack. So that's yeah. yeah. So, so they're all up, to, all up to date. Um, what else we've got? Abba the Quiz. So that's bound to be. Um, that's bound to be very, very difficult questions. What we have in this year is Abba the Early Years, but a, a special, a special picture strip. Um, and, the, and, and I don't know whether they ever did an ABBA strip. In yes, the, they did, uh, yeah. Uh, you yeah. Know, well, there's, but there's actually a really extended one, two, three, four, like five, like, yeah. Yeah, it's quite like about 10 pages on a longer strip of, of the, uh, the early they years. Did, they did loads of, um, yeah, with the pop, they actually did several, uh, they covered several um, groups um, and their story. Uh, they did Slick. Um, they did Dear Old Flintlock, but they did more for Flintlock than the, than the charts did. Um, and uh, yeah, they had they they did several um, several uh, you know sort of things like that. There's a photo. I mean, because as well as the drawings, again, there, there are the the like photos. And there's you know we've got a more Mindy poster, but there's also a picture of Sapphire and Steel. Which I, I I've not seen this before, so I'm going to have to send you. Like, um, it is weird because D- David McCallum has his more bowl haircut that I associate more with something like the Invisible Man than yeah um, than Saffron Steel. So I don't know. Uh, well, he ha- I think he has that in the beginning of Doctor McD when they arrive. They're uh, not in their 30s gear, um, so it's possible they might have done it on a day when he was because they, they at the very beginning at the very end they they they're in their normal clothes mm. and he's 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 certainly got his bowl hairdo then yeah well it's um it, it's a picture more of Joanna Lumley 
uh, that, that sort of dominates the whole page. And then a, a smaller picture of David McCallum almost sort of covering her her right eye. It's a bit weird. I'll send you. I'll send you a picture of it. Um, there is a picture of Tom Baker, uh, and as you say, because he was on the book tower, it kind of uh, you know it kind of brought him even more into being in the right area to appear and looking. So I think we're probably coming towards the end, but I think we can. Uh, unless you've got any particular other memories that you want to mention this time, I think we can um, probably come back. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think it's a sheer enjoyment of uh, every Thursday uh, between those two days. Just uh, having the you know entering this little world, um, and as I say, stories in some cases more memorable than the TV adventures, um, and beautiful, beautiful, memorable artwork that just still shines today. I mean, I, you know, if there was an original one knocking around, I wouldn't hesitate to frame it and stick it on the wall. Um, and I, I, I always, whenever they have the downloads, I always make sure I say thank you because this is the sort of thing I've been looking for for, you know, for years, getting those old years back. Um, but also um, the, uh, the other thing was I, the artwork was so good uh, there was one I remember in the summer of 76 when I was just about to leave infant school uh, there was a look in the latest look in uh, when the bionic woman started and um, they had a a picture of her running and you know looking very uh, lovely in the uh, on the front cover and one of our one of the boys at my in my class Ben Riddle um was had an issue and of course i looking i i, I felt it was very much something that was me and i said oh i've got that company and I, oh yeah i've got that you know nobody's taking a blind bit of notice and um she and um before we went to assembly ben gave this front cover a smacking great kiss and um i felt for this australia i felt kind of jealous because i got i i i quite like like lindsay wagner at the time as well i think she fell by the wayside when other women came along i'm that fickle um and um yeah so, so even the cover had an effect on people you know that's they were thinking, Ooh. and i'm i i now i get you know whenever they do a download it's like thursday all over again you know you can oh let's see this again let's let's experience this again because it was just so good um so yeah looking was an immense part of my life i think looking at later issues i mean when i say later i mean later sort of in the 90s i can see um why you know why it, it faded and eventually because they did just things have moved on you know the the multiple channels and you know and, it, and the franchises are broken up by then as well so it was a different world, so I, I, I think probably it went at the, you know, at an appropriate time. I did buy one last one in 1986 because they said did a thing about number 73, which I was very keen on. So um, uh, that was I did. So I, I did a, a like a very late, late sort of renaissance, but only for one issue. So. Yeah. Um, now the last thing I want to talk about this time, but I think we will come back and. and dip into individual issues just to see you know the the, the landscape um I, I don't know if by 82 they were doing more than one annual a year but um the one that pop, the one that plopped through my door this uh, today whilst i was out is the it makes it sound like i didn't know it was coming but uh, i i ordered <laughs> this off ebay but i i have a feeling that there are i just need to i just need to um ration myself per month and not just keep buying 
buying them. Yeah. Um, but this is the Looking Pop Annual from 1982. Yeah. And it literally is just about pop music, um, no TV at all. Uh, so whether they did, they split it up that year because... Like a pop special. Yeah, this kind of... Well, there's another thing I've just noticed whilst I was flicking through it when I was trying to find out. Um, so on the front cover, you've got Adam... Um, Madden the Ants. I don't know if he's he's probably yeah. solo by this stage, by two. There's uh, forget, I've gone blank on her name, but the lead singer of Altered Images. Um, you've got um, all of Buck's Fears. You've got a very young Cliff Richard from probably early sixties, Cliff Richard, and you've got yeah. Phil Oakey from Human League, but just by himself. But uh, the interesting thing is very as much as it can be very day glowing very hip it cost £2.25 at the time um, it, it, there's definitely a more yeah it, 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 it reminds I would have it almost looks like a smash hit annual I imagine if, I, if I'd if i ever seen one of those guess who the editor is of um, this particular pop annual and I'm not sure you will so I'll tell you but um, the editor is Neil Tennant. Um, who oh, I, wow. Well, I knew that Neil Tennant had been a, a journalist, but I thought he'd been a journalist on Smash Hits, but uh, which I think he, he was, but I never hear it I, mentioned. And did Neil Tennant work on Looking? I never hear it mentioned that he'd been on been involved in Looking as well. Um, oh, uh, wow. But um, there's... And, and he does, you know, he does seem to... There, there's a whole article on sort of... Um, how synth how synth uh, how synthesizers um, were very popular around this time. Uh, yeah, OMD and um, Depeche Mode, Human League, Soft Cell, Craftwork. Um, then there's a now this kind of fits a bit more with what I I remember. I, I mean, this might be the sort of around the era that I still was getting it, where where there's like a nice. Um, photo of the Human League with facts and figures like uh, this is sort of what I, I recall so so it, it, it lists all the members of Human League, their birthdays um, you know, the, the colour of their eyes maybe you know their favourite whatever um, and um, then on the next page we've got Kim Wilde, it's very much that, that sort of era Mm. Uh, born in Chiswick on the 18th of November 1960. She's a few few weeks younger than my sister. Mm. And then we've got an article about um, sort of the as they call them the old timers, um, mm-hmm. um, people like Cliff Richard and Paul McCartney. Even David Bowie is an old timer by two. Abbas in the old timers. Status Quo, music. <laughs> Elton John um, and. Uh, and then they've actually asked people from current bands what they think of some of these oldies. Uh, like they asked, we asked Adam Ant what he thought of Paul McCartney because it's widely known he's one of Paul's biggest fans. Actually, I didn't know he was, to be honest. Maybe he was. Yeah. Um, but then there's like a, a photo of um, Haircut 100. Um, and then there's a whole article about pop on TV. I guess it's sort of. Um, Pop TV programs like Oh Boy mm. and the whole and, and Thank Your Lucky Stars and all. and um, that article is actually written by Neil Tennant. Um, so yeah, I didn't realise he had. Does he? You know, he even mentions things like Old Grey Whistle Test and 
Um, and then, then there's Elvis the, Elvis the whole story um, and there's, there's a, even a, color, a, a a drawing you can colour in which I think the person who owned this annual had had, had, a, had a go at but kind of lost interest <laughs> uh, there's, there's an article on Eurovision Song Contest so this is the thing this is what's kind of interesting because I, I think we've mentioned this before um this like looking it's kind of it's kind of saying yeah these are the bands that are now but these are also really great bands that you might also be interested in it's mm-hmm. not trying to be it's not just trying to say today is year zero and nothing before 1982 existed it, it, yeah looking it's trying to tell you know that the youngsters that there are other things to be explored and i think that mm-hmm. probably i mean maybe i got some of that myself from reading looking um it could be i mean uh, you know they always did nod to the i I remember looking back they always did nod to the oldies um Mm. you know there was always a sort of um allegiance there there's a nice picture of uh, bucks fears you got a a pop game uh, yeah this is this is uh i'm glad i got this one it Mm. is nice to sort of see the pop side there's actually a massive interview with um, Boxfields at the back. Uh, nice adamant uh, article. Words. And t- well, it sounds from what you describe. It sounds like um, they're kind of dipping a toe in the water for uh, you know perhaps pitching that particular issue or that particular special at more teenagers. Um, yeah. You know that might yeah a little bit more sort of savvy on pop. I don't know and, when- uh, a little- yeah, I don't know when Smash Hits started. I mean, maybe I, I, I yeah, see, seeing Neil Tennant's name here makes you sort of think, hmm, yeah, I wonder, what, what, you know, I'll have to look at my facts. But uh, um, anyway, well, I think we've talked to the listeners quite enough about old magazines from over 40 years ago. But I, I, I hope you can kind of see, listeners, why it's, it's fascinating because it's, you know, all the old TV that we grew up with, mm. all, all the old music, but because it went such a long time, it, you know, your 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 own era is, can be slightly different. Um, and uh, and that's why and that's why I think it worked because they always kept it fresh. You know, um, one moment you know they they were uh, you know says so Star Wars crept up and um, uh, uh, but by you know but you know so very suddenly in britain and they did a big cover and they they had about three consecutive big covers of star wars so they always had their ear to the ground and and some brilliant stuff mm. well i think we'll definitely come and dip into individual issues yes because i've got i've got got quite a few now as well well i think it'll work quite well because you'll be able to talk about some of the some of the ones you have are probably ones that i don't have so i might stick to the some of the early early ones and uh, yeah we'll, we'll do it again but uh, yeah, I hope uh, listeners you enjoyed. This is uh, yeah, whether this be book club five or book club summer special, I'm not sure. Depends when it gets released, I guess. Um, if they get moving. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, Nick, well, thanks again for talking to me. Total pleasure. It's been lovely. And we'll be back. We well, Nick and I have got a whole list of different episodes to to to, to record. So we will uh, we'll be back to this subject at some point. But uh, I'm not quite sure what what subject you're here is talking on next time. But. Uh, we'll one way or another Nick and I will be back soon 
Yeah, that's a half the fun. You you won't know what we're going to talk about. So. <laughs> Okie dokie. Take care and uh, join us again soon. Bye bye for now. Okay. Bye bye. Jeffrey here is going to tell you all about looking, aren't you, Jeffrey? Uh, he loves reading about Steve Austin, Space 1999, and all his other TV favourites. Uh, he likes the sports features too, the competitions, pop pictures and stories. Oh, they're all great favourites, aren't they, Geoffrey? Will you say something, Geoffrey? I see those girls kicked you out the flat of him. Look out for looking every week. He's pinched my looking and given me this to read. He said I shouldn't be spending all my time reading about Steve Austin, Space 1999, and all my other TV favourites. I don't even get to read the sports stories, the pop features, or do the great competitions. He's been sulking since those girls kicked him out of that flat. <laughs> uh, you finished that one, have you? Nearly. <laughs> Look out for looking every week. And Britain's newest pop sensation, Slick, are on the cover of the new look-in. There's a big feature on the group, including a double-page colour pin-up, plus the start of a weekly picture strip, Slick Stories. You could also win a copy of their new album in a free competition. So look slick and get your copy of look-in this week for the best in TV, pop and sport. So, Nick, I've got the 1972 disc up, and I'm going to ask you to randomly pick... Um, uh, a number between one and let me see, one and fifty-two. Right. Um, how about should we go for thirty? Yeah. Let's see what's on the cover and what's inside uh, that edition. It's loading up. I'm taking us back. Okay. Interesting. Uh, let me just get the page view better. Right, um, so there, so this edition um, comes from the 11th of July 1972, and on the cover is the TV speed car. Um, but you also get um, a, a special offer a space charm bracelet. <laughs> space um, charm bracelet? Yeah, something, to, something to do with, um, is it connected with a particular series or? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, Crowther in Trouble is still, like, there. On the buses, Stewpot Lookout, um, the Thames Flyer. I don't know. I think that's something to do with... The, that's, that is the connection with the car, I think. The yeah. Space Charm Bracelet. Um, it's something to do with a show called... Um, the, the Guilt Charm Show Vostok, the Russian Spaceship. Mm. I don't know. Something to do with some space business going on at that time. We've got Doctor in Charge strip. Um, Doctor on the Go was uh, very, a few years later with the that I was, you know, I, around. I like the cartoon. I like whoever does the cartoons in '72. Um, it uh, they're, they're particularly. I think they're probably. A bit different. We've got um, Pleaser and we've got Cat Weasel. Uh, well, they, they'd have been on season two by then, wouldn't they? Yeah. Um, got Folly Foot, Like a Letters Page, The Fen Street Gang. All right. Yeah. David Nixon's Magic Box again. Uh, Smile with Stewpot. Those are like little cartoon, funny cartoons. Oh, yeah. 
there's an advert for Chessington Zoo. Um, <laughs> Obviously, uh, they were having a lean month. <laughs> time slip still got a. Um, gosh, the time slip um, cartoon is that they're, they're, they're. It's just the thing where they're able to do more, like in cartoons, than they could ever do on an ITV budget. Um, they're float. They're floating around in what looks like the Mekons. I'm sure it isn't, but you know how he had that hover thing. They're oh, flying yeah. around inside some sort of thing like that. Um, oh my goodness! Right, um, you know how we were talking about pinups. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, you'll be most amused at the pinup that I am looking at now. This is a face that you are going to pin up on the wall, and um, you know, in pride of place, it is a pinup of Arthur English. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, listeners, um, Arthur English. I don't know. In this picture, he must be in his forties or fifties. Completely grey hair. Um, uh, definitely fifties. Yeah. You always have pin up in my time. <laughs> Arthur um, English. There's a, an article about how or column. I think it's. Might, I think it might be that regular column we saw last time. And then there's all the TV um, listening. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh, such mysteries. <laughs> yeah, Yeti. He's crazy. Oh, yippee. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Um, so, Nick, I'm going to pick one now from 1973, which is my mm-hmm. birth year. I have a feeling that the one that came out on my birthday wasn't here when I looked, but I might be wrong. Um, so, we'll say issue 40, that must be around my birthday. Yeah, I would say. Um, okay. Oh, no, it's not. Uh, number 40 is uh, on the 29th of September. So, oh, well, anyway, nowhere near, nowhere near my birthday, but we can keep that for yeah. another time. Um, so, yeah, um, the week ending 29th of September 1973, on the cover we have uh, we have Donnie, Donnie Osmond, um, and it's one of um, the, the uh, drawings that uh, you were talking yeah. about. Yes, um, I, uh, they, they, that was a popular popular choice for cover. Yeah, um, there's a special competition: twenty music maker record players to be won. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got on the buses. We've got settle down now with Ken Goodwin. Yeah. Um, got Stew Pots look out. Um, I didn't even know who Ken Goodwin is. No, we've got a we've got a, a more exciting pinup if you like that sort of thing. Some footballer called Johan. Um, I mean, there's um, the picture of Ed Stewpot, Ed Stewart, sorry, Stewpot, um, with a six year old fan called Graham. 
Um, oh, the Tomorrow People. Now, the first page is colour, and then it goes into black and white, but it's well, now 73. That would, be, would have been first season. Um, yes. And, yeah, because uh, they, I, I think they started the the strip um, pretty on the on the button, you know. And now, this is a weird one. Uh, we've got uh, a Les Dawson um, comic strip, but Les Dawson is super flop, um, <laughs> some sort of superhero. Um, but so that's only a one page one. We've got an article and a poster about Donny Osmond. Um, we've got, what do you think of Donny Osmond? And uh, they've mostly asked girls who are very very excited oh no actually i know this is raymond he thinks that donny osmond is rubbish terrible i don't buy any of his records he's ugly dear that's a bit harsh <laughs> raymond i don't suppose donny osmond lost much sleep over that uh, um although abigail from Hampstead says i think he's ridiculous he's so soppy i think it's stupid screaming over pop stars well you're not wrong there abigail i mean you know the Beatles stopped touring because there was no point in touring anymore because the screaming fans just drowned them out. Um, Susan from Scarborough says, I don't like Donny very much. I like David Cassidy. Mm. Yeah, you, 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 uh, I get the feeling the girls at the time were kind of divided between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you either liked Donny or you liked David. Yeah, a lot of people are saying he's soppy. I don't like him. Oh dear! This is. I hope uh, this is a bit. You think they would have found at least one who liked? Them? Actually, there was yeah. one. Um, Chantal of Norwich says, "I like him. He's not one of the long-haired things." What? He's not one of the long-haired things. I like him just the way he is. What? Oh, okay. Not very well punctuated. Neil Tennant obviously wasn't involved then. Uh, we've got. <laughs> we've actually got a. Oh, this is funny. We've actually got a cartoon strip called The Adventures of David Cassidy um, and um, an advert for Look In Assorted Sweets Tempe oh. um, and the Fen Street Gang and Follyfoot. Here are some more monsters to add to your collection. I think they're Cadbury's Chocolate I monsters. didn't know I had before. <laughs> yeah. uh, we've got Doctor in Charge. We've got oh, what was on TV. Um... Rod Hull and Emu um, in Border. Didn't know he was on ITV back. Um, yeah, well, yeah, he had something called Happy House, which was mm. in the early 70s. I think that was ITV. Sooty Show, Magpie, Partridge Family. Yeah, not so much, not so much of the sort of UFO-y type. You know, there yeah. are more kiddie, more kiddie shows. Kiddie yeah. friendly. Yeah. yeah um, but uh, well, so that's a hint at seventy-three. But uh, yeah, we'll dip into some more next time. Yes, yeah, so, uh, and we can reverse it next time, and you yeah. can ask me uh, about some issues. I've, I yeah. haven't got the complete complete loss of my era, but uh, I'll, I'll be able to put up a reasonable show. It'd be quite good if you talk about uh, ones you know, and, and I dip into mm. surprise ones and see what we come up with. It's Absolutely, a, a lucky yeah, dip, a lucky dip. Yeah. <laughs> <That'll be cool. laughs> That'll be fun. Cool. Okay, okay.
total pleasure. It's been lovely. It's 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 total pleasure.